Is it a real possibility that State could play in a New Year's Six Bowl game? Is it? Is it a? There are multiple moments, like weeks, multiple, maybe a month during the the college football season, that if you would have told me it was a possibility for NC State to play in the Orange Bowl, Mm -hmm. I would have gone, okay, mathematically, is that what we're talking about? (laughs) Right. So, yeah, sure. The Panthers can still make the playoffs too, right? Yeah. Like, like they still can. <laughs> mathematically, <laughs> mathematically, they still. I would have told you it's impossible. Orange Bowl senior director of communications, Mike Leota, uh, the Orange Bowl, like the one you're thinking of, right? Not like the Orange Aid Minute Maid Bowl or any of the like. You know, there's always crazier named the bowls. Julius yeah, bowl. not the exactly not the Orange Julius Bowl, the Orange Bowl. Senior Director of Communications Mike Leota told 247 Sports that they will take the next highest-ranked ACC team in the college football rankings, college football playoff rankings, if the league champ is in the playoff. So, NC State's in the running. Louisville lost to Kentucky this past weekend, knocks them down a little bit. Also, didn't knock them out of the ACC championship. So they're going to play Florida State. If Louisville gets smacked by Florida State, they have three losses. They'd be coming off back-to-back losses, one of which defiantly, one of which to an unranked team. Meanwhile, NC State would also have three losses, but no loss as bad as Louisville's two worst losses. And they'd be on a five-game win streak. They'd have momentum. They'd have all this stuff. I'm going to say North Carolina State could end up playing in the Orange Bowl if Florida State gets picked for the college football playoff. There's a lesson in this somewhere. This is like some some uh, little engine that could stuff, only NC State's not a little engine, just engine that could. Uh, you, ro- you always run through the finish line. I feel like there's a sermon in there. There, there really is. Like when you thought hope was lost – you take it one game at a time. You get a bye week. You treat the second half as its own season. You come out firing. You take care of what you can, can take. Take care of what you can ca- take care of. I don't know why that was hard to say. My voice is making it difficult enough to talk today. I don't mm-hmm. need my brain getting in the way. Uh, you take care of what you can take care of, and there might be an orange bowl at the end for you. There I have a question be- for you regarding that. Go ahead. Louisville beat NC State. True. So, if the CFP factors in head-to-head, okay. Why? Louisville has one more win on the season already than NC State, and they beat them head-to-head. There would there'd be a few things there. Um, first of all, I do believe the College Football Playoff Committee looks at the, the timeline of your season. Okay. And... I'm not sure if Louisville played NC State today, you would expect them to have the same result that they had two months ago, right? The other thing is, was did actually? Here's the question: um, Did anybody win that NC State Louisville game? I know, I know, technically on the scoreboard Louisville won, but that was very much a who's going to lose this one less, right? That was an ugly game. Mm-hmm. Also. It's one, and this is my real answer to that, and this is my real answer to that question all the time because 
I get frustrated by the people that that scream head to head is is end all be all. We played you head to head and we won. I'm like, all right, so we're just supposed to ignore that you lost to Pitt. Pitt is not good. NC State lost to you. You're good, right? Like Louisville losing to you is not embarrassing. Credit to you. Losing to Pitt that's embarrassing. You did that, right? So it's it's. It's it's not it's just one piece of the puzzle. That's that's my point. The head to head is a piece, but it's not the entire puzzle. It's just one piece of the puzzle. So if I'm looking at it, I'm saying I got one team on a heater, on a winning streak, building momentum. I have one team leaking oil, right? They they were a, a top 10 team in the country and they lost their last two. The big part is I test, which means Louisville can't lose to Florida State close. Right, this has to be. I was we were trying to do this earlier, and I was asking around the office, what would the number be? Like, how badly does Florida State have to beat Louisville for NC State to jump them? I think it's seventeen. I think it's three scores. If Florida State beats Louisville by seventeen points or more, I believe the College Football Playoff Committee would put NC State. I'm not saying put NC State at like you know, seven, right? Yeah. They would be 22, and and Louisville would be 24. It'd be something like that. And once that happens, once that happens, NC State goes to the Orange Bowl. So, and I, and I say this often, right? If you're an NC State fan, especially, big Florida State fan this weekend, may make you feel a little icky. May make you feel a little gross, right? May make you feel like, wait, I don't like rooting for them. But if you want to go to the Orange Bowl, which, by the way, would be easily the most impressive result of the Dave Doran era uh, in Raleigh. If he's able to take this team with everything they've dealt with to a New Year's Six Bowl, I don't care how much context you put on it. Well, it's only because... You know, this team was down or that team didn't live up to expectations and this rule and that rule, and it wouldn't have happened the next year. Listen. Listen. If NC State goes to the Orange Bowl, Dave Doran should, should, he, what, he's a cigar guy? He splurge on the expensive ones, right? Go, go, Go find something top shelf and enjoy it because that doesn't happen often. And it never happens when you do the quarterback shuffle. When you have quarterbacks going in and out of the lineup, you never end up in a in an orange bowl. I know that for those of you playing the well actually game, well actually in 2006 a team did just I never is an exaggeration, but it's a feeling. So here's what needs to happen: Florida State needs to beat Louisville by a bunch. End of story. That's not a long checklist of things that need to happen, right? Sometimes you, you like you know three three weeks left in a season, you start seeing some beat reporter. Well, if Team A beats Team B and Team B, then the next week wins by seventeen, and this next week this happens, and if if uh, there's a big upset over here and this team plays spoiler and that team plays spoiler, then maybe the committee will look at it. This isn't that. This is if Louisville who, by the way, just lost to Kentucky, a 7-5 and five team. So they've shown vulnerability. If they get smacked by the fifth-ranked team in the country, 
So again, not outside the realm of possibility. The Wolfpack could be going to the Orange Bowl. That's alone. Based on where they were two months ago, the fact that that is even a possibility is a victory. And they actually got more victories earlier today. Uh, Casey Concepcion signing. I don't even know how to say this. Signs another year? <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a college freshman signing on for his sophomore year. We'll talk about that later on in the show. But uh, NC State's having a good little run. That they are. They're having a good little run. College sports are professional sports. There are differences, but the similarities are growing by the minute. I saw a uh, a graphic that was posted to Twitter by the Savage Wolves Collective, which is a, a collective that funds and helps with name, image, and likeness payments for NC State athletes and football players. It announced that KC Concepcion had signed for the 2024 year, and it looked like the announcement that a professional athlete would would get when they sign with a team on a one-year contract. Only it was a freshman in college making the announcement that he will be staying at the college that he's been playing at for his sophomore year. That is wildly professional for a college that is wildly 2023 modern football in college it is proof that state is embracing the new world of college sports and they might not have the biggest fund they might not have the biggest collectives they might not have the most money in in the the country but they are organized they are efficient If you watched NC State beat North Carolina over the weekend, which they did for the third consecutive time, then you might have seen Dave Doran after the game say, hey, we need need funds, right? I want 5,000 NC – I'd love to see 5,000 NC State fans give 1,000 each to to the collective, Savage Wolves and Pack of Wolves, I think it's called. The coach asked for support after a big win. They raised a bunch of money following that big win, and they got their prized young player to sign all within four days. That is efficient. Now, a few things, right? I don't even know how this works. He signed for the 2024 year? Does that mean he can't leave? Does that mean he'd have to pay them to leave? It's a great question. I'm not, I'm not sure how it works. I mean, obviously or it does work. Maybe it's an, an exclusive, like uh, all the d- the stuff that I do has to come through that collective. Is like is it an exclusive thing. So then, if he were to go to another school, the other collectives wouldn't be allowed to pay him. Uh, maybe it's just for when he's at NC State. I, I don't know how that necessarily works. I guess maybe he can't just go. Outside, like if, for example, is there a from, contract buyout? Like I don't know how this. Yeah, works. I don't know how it works either. But it was very much presented by everybody involved and reported by everybody that follows the team. Is like, oh, he's signed for another year at NC State, but he's signed with the Savage Wolves Collective, not yeah. obviously with NC State. The announcement from the collective alone is hilarious. 
It's an announcement that a star player has agreed to stay at the school that he starred at for this season and still has a bowl game to play in this season, and he's not eligible for the draft. This isn't like I'm coming back rather than going pro announcement. This is a I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing because I'm doing it announcement. Felt like a free agent deciding to sign back with the original team. Like if if Brian Burns signed with the Panthers on a mm-hmm. long-term deal, I feel like it would be a similar announcement to what Casey Concepcion just got. Now, with that being said, it is great news for NC State. It's hilarious that it is news. A player that you recruited and played as a freshman – is going to be there as a sophomore. Whoa. But that's great news regardless. To get this commitment, which, by the way, I would say, before you even know fully what your quarterback situation is going to be. Now, obviously, MJ Moore is still on the roster, and, and you know, his family has indicated that he's not going to uh, hit the transfer portal, but, but you still, I mean, the transfer portal has surprised us in the past. Um, it is a big deal. It is a big deal because if you're a quarterback, you're going to want your number one wide receiver, right? So if if NC State goes portal jumping for a quarterback, it is a very nice piece to say, oh, by the way, we you can throw a couple three-yard passes that get turned into 70-yard touchdowns by this guy. The stats still count, you know what I mean? The QBR and the quarterback rating still go up, even if the ball's only in the air for four yards. And do you know what's even – when do you expect the biggest jump? I talk about this all the time, the sophomore jump, right? You expect the biggest jump in play in a, in a college athlete's career between the freshman and sophomore year. But really, it's more, it's more specific than that. It's between the first year you play on the field and the second year you play on the field. When you get to spend an offseason watching film of yourself and seeing what you don't do well enough, and that's what you have to work on. Casey Concepcion does a ton really, really well. He's out of the backfield, running the ball. He's he's screen game. He's deep ball. He can do a lot of different things. I guarantee you, if you give uh, Robert and I and the coaching staff, their offensive coordinator and the coaching staff, a week, they'll have a list of 50 things he can do better. That's the 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 that's the secret stuff, right? Next year, Casey Concepcion could be better. You might be looking at a thousand yard receiver rather than I think it was almost eight hundred. You might be looking at better red zone threat, right? You might be looking at somebody with even even more expansive knowledge of the playbook, which allows him to go from running back to slot to outside, back to running back to slot to a back to motion man to to more fluidly than even he did this year. And do you know what else it is? It's an attractant. It's an attractant. Well, it's 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 this. It's an endorsement. Hmm. That's exactly what it is. What is a like a celebrity endorsement for a product? What is that? But a, a celebrity, someone who you know can afford more, right? Saying this is what I choose to use. That's that's essentially what an endorsement is, right? When Shaq gets behind the 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 like, you know, the general, right? He's he's in the general or icy hot, right? That's actually a better one because everybody knows that Shaq and, and icy hot, right? He's got the 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 back with the the heat wiggly lines and then the cool wiggly lines. <laughs> 
Um, when Shaq says, like, I use Icy Hot, you know Shaq could have access to the the best, right? And he has all these options, and he could go to all the medicals, and he could have all the best creams and, and patches and ace bandages, and he chooses Icy Hot. Well, So I might, too. Well, guess what? Casey Concepcion, if he hit the transfer portal, could go anywhere in the country. He's going to be a freshman All-American. He could go to USC. He could go find whatever whoever the – you know, he'd go to Colorado. Go Ohio State. He'd go to Ohio State. He could go to Alabama. He could go anywhere. I truly believe that. He's that good. Him choosing NC State tells everybody else in the transfer portal, oh, if he has all the options and he's choosing to stay at State, maybe I should go. Maybe I should rethink State. And even today, uh, Paul, our, our PD, was in here. Tamarcus Cooley, a guy from Rollsville, goes, uh, chose Maryland over NC State during the the out-of-high-school recruitment. Mm-hmm. He's in the transfer portal. If you look at his Twitter right now, uh, Tamarcus Cooley's Twitter, seven hours ago, he said, I've entered my name in the transfer portal. Thank you, Maryland. The previous tweet, repost of an NC State football tweet. The previous tweet, repost of an NC State football tweet. Previous tweet, you guessed it. Re- he might be looking around, or other transfer portal guys might be looking around and going, you know who might be fun to play with? That guy. That guy. Yeah. The guy that had the options to go everywhere and chose NC State. It's an endorsement of what they're building in Raleigh or what they've built in Raleigh and what he's enjoyed in Raleigh and how they've taken care of him with things like NIL in Raleigh. Could be a big step, right? you're, You're so scared of your best players leaving you in the portal that you might miss out on how much value, how much of an opportunity is how much of an opportunity it is to get your best players to choose you again over the portal. And now you can sell that to everybody else. And that's exactly what just happened for NC State. 